Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the Morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. It is yet another day of BS, right? It's always a day of BS. (laughs) It is a Thursday morning. So happy it's Thursday. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) There are so many weird things that happened yesterday in the news. I'm sorry, what? I said there are so many weird things that happened yesterday in the news. It's one of those things I go like, okay, okay. You know, we have have the Big Ten, which, you know, I mean, that didn't necessarily happen yesterday, but so far this week, uh, the Big Ten football, our athletic conference, now decides, hey, uh, maybe we, uh, maybe our colleges can play football after all. You know, I mean, it's like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like all sorts of bizarre stuff. And then the deal with Joe Biden yesterday, oh, man, that was so strange. You, what, you, his his dissertation? No, he he has this little... I think it was like a little digital audio player like we use. Didn't you Didn't you see this thing? No, I didn't. Well, I don't know if I did because I watched some last night. We'll, we'll talk about it and later. And all it did was I mean, make me sad. No, I, I... Okay, I know. Why does it make you sad? Because you think he's just losing it, right? He is. And they're still, you know, pushing him and... Did, did, did you hear... It's just sad. Well, did you hear this bizarre story he told? About the veteran who killed the woman and her dog? No. Oh, man. Well, we have to talk about it. We'll talk about this next hour. I mean, I heard this and I'm going like, what? And the interesting thing is, supposedly... no he believes it? No, nobody can confirm the story. The, the, it's, it was just... I don't know. And, and then Trump... I think it's, I think it's tragic. Well... For those of you who don't know the background of Shelly, Shelly has had, unfortunately, people in her life who have passed away from Alzheimer's. Yes. And that she, were great. He was a great, great man. And she has a very, very, very cognizant of how Dementia the... Dementia yes, and the and, signs. And how the, the terrible disease progresses. It's and, horrible. And she's convinced that Joe is somewhere along the... Can you call it spectrum, I guess? You know, everybody talks about the spectrum of... I don't know about spectrum, but I know that he is facing some type of dementia, and it's getting worse. Yeah, but he's still winning in the polls. I mean, it's to the point where it's like... That's because they're voting for the VP. No, they're voting against Trump. That's what it is. They're just voting against Trump. You know, I mean, you know, like, I, I think you could put... I think you could put... Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants as the, the the you know who's not even a real you know who's a cartoon character who doesn't even exist. I think you could put him on the ballot and they would still beat Trump. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. And do you know and you know what's sort of interesting? Do you know I didn't even realize this. So we're talking politics this morning. Did you know the special session is still going on in the state of Missouri? They're still down there in Jefferson City. It's like doing what? Well, the thing yesterday was the big news yesterday was they're trying to go over the head of of Kim Gardner and they were trying to pass a, a law that would allow the secret not the secretary of state, the attorney general of the state of Missouri to prosecute murder cases in the city of St. Louis because she has not, you know, she's not been Miss Prosecutor. If anything, she's prosecuted far, far, far less cases than any of her 
uh, you know, people before her. What in the city of St. Louis? Yeah, city of St. Louis. You mean the whole protesting thing and burning things no, down? No, and spe- spe- getting arrested and letting them go. No, specifically murder cases. That was what it was about specifically murder oh, cases. Okay. And uh, huh. it got shot down yesterday. It passed the Senate, but it got shot down. Or I don't know if it happened anything in, in the. And and you know what? What's interesting about it is all the prosecutors from around the country, the state, the, all of them. I think every last one of them essentially said, "Nope, this is a bad idea," because you know the reason we have prosecutors in each county, and it's weird because since the city of St. Louis is not in a county, they have a city prosecutor. Uh, but the reason we have prosecutors is for this exact reason, is that we want to keep things local. And the prosecutor is the one who is, you know, boots on the ground in their particular, uh, you know, uh, territory. And, and anyway, it's just to the point where. Um, and once again, what's frustrating to me is now another guy, and this is, I mean, it's like it's like every day with the COVID-19, thing i can't remember excuse me i can't remember who this guy is but he came out and said you know the mask is 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 uh, going to be potentially more of a um saving uh, item than the uh vaccine so he's essentially saying i heard that yeah we don't really need the vaccine just wear your mask all the time i'm like okay whatever <laughs> and uh-huh. we made we made national news yesterday at mizzou do you know this what for? The students who got kicked out of Mizzou. They kicked. Oh, well, didn't didn't some of them get to kick? Uh, uh, what is that called? No. What, when you get kicked out, what's that called? Well, they got two of them got kicked out, and I think two of them got suspended indefinitely. Yeah, because but what's of, the kicked out part called? That's called uh, "Don't let the door hit you on the butt on the way out." <laughs> no, it's got a name, Brad. Never mind. Exiled. I don't know. I don't know what you're no, going at. No, that's not it. <laughs> expelled. Expelled. That's expelled, it. Yes. expelled. Expelled. Yeah, yeah. That was on the national news. I heard that last night. I thought, oh God, here we go again. Missouri just can't catch a break. We get, you know, and Mizzou students, you know, expelled from, you know, from, you know, and you know the deal on that was. I think the the two of them had, the two of them they actually had COVID nineteen and they essentially said I don't care and they just were out and about doing stuff, and the other ones were not doing the protocol and uh. and then we'll talk about this next hour the professor who is getting looks like he may get fired at usc because of what he said in chinese actually in in cantonese this is a bizarre strange weird story which is which is once again we have this thing in our constitution the first amendment freedom of speech right and every day it seems like we have less freedom of speech you know what i'm talking about it's just like one of those weird things. Anyway, and I talked to my son yesterday afternoon. We had my oh, after we, we yeah. had him on the air? Yeah, we had him on the air yesterday morning. My son lives, my oldest son lives in Pensacola. Which was excellent, by and the way. It was we, an excellent We had him on the air. Just banter. And when I talked to him yesterday afternoon, he said that a half an hour after we had him on the, on the air, the real hell broke loose. <laughs> so they, really? Yeah, he said it was. He was going, wow, it was something. You got to know my son. He doesn't get excited about too many things. And uh, uh, he, if you know, I, I will try to get him on the phone again this morning. But my son lives in Pensacola, about a mile north of the Gulf. And he lives in a very flat area, which has had flooding issues. And he decided, you know, they're talking about the storm surge and could be like, you know, 10 feet and all that kind of stuff. And he decided to uh, essentially to move further north. He has a friend that lives about 10 miles north of the Gulf, north of I-10, if you know the uh, how I-10 goes through the Florida panhandle there from Mobile to uh, 
to Pensacola. And he went to his friend's place, and uh, we called him. I talked to him on the phone. He was at his friend's place yesterday morning. And like I said, he said half an hour after we talked to him, the place really went crazy. And Pensacola took the brunt of the storm. Heard the reports last night, they said. And matter of fact, they're still they're under martial law. And, oh really? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, uh, uh, there's a uh, uh, you know there's a what do you call it? Uh, uh, there's a curfew, dusk to dawn curfew in effect. Uh, they're bringing in the uh, national guard troops and the whole bit. So, and that's you know once again that's not good for a city like Pensacola because Pensacola is huge uh, Navy air base. That's where they train most of the pilots. That's where the Blue Angels fly out of. And just to the east of that is Eglin, uh, which is another big base, which is very, very important to our national defense. So, you know, things were pretty much shut down, and I don't know what's going to happen. I'll t- we'll see if we can get him on the phone. He rarely answers. I, you know, I, I have to be honest with you. I was so surprised yesterday when he answered the phone because <laughs> normally he never I know, answers. that was hilarious. Well, he never answers the phone. He's one of those people that you text him and like maybe three days later you'll get a response. You call him and maybe a week later, hey, I'm calling you back. Yeah, I called you last week. Oh, okay, well, sorry, I'm calling you back. You know, that kind of thing. So, Or maybe it's just because the fact that he sees my number come up on his phone. He goes, oh, God, it's my dad again, right? That could be. <laughs> That's what my daughter does. It's 624. Westplex 107.1. It is BS The Morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. 633. It is a Thursday morning. Weather today. You know, I have to tell you, last night, what a nice night. Boy, I tell you. It was lovely. The nights have really gotten a very, very, very. It's like, wow, this is sort of like go for a walk kind of night. You know what I mean? A little bit on the humid side, but still the temperature was nice. Not much of a breeze. Um, Okay, we talked about this earlier that uh, the Big Ten... Uh, one of the football, one of the athletic conferences is going to start, you know, even though they said they weren't going to play, now they're going to play. And what's interesting is uh, Illinois, the, uh, the, you know, the team, the Illini, Illinois University, um, uh-huh. is in the Big Ten. And there's a controversy now because, uh, you know, we have the situation in, in St. Louis County where Dr. Page is not allowed high schools to play any sports. And right. that's the entire situation in, in Illinois. Did you know that? The governor has declared that high, yeah, high schools cannot have any uh, athletic competition in Illinois. And now people are saying, well, no, hold so on a minute. Now. Why, why did he do that? I don't know. He just did it because he's the governor and he needs to lose 100 pounds. Um Ugh. Really? Okay, kids. That's his political stance. I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know. I mean, once again, it's to the point where, where you you look at like like you know, for example, okay, the Missouri River, for the most part, separates uh, not all of it, but the Missouri River separates a good section of St. Louis City or St. Louis County from St. Charles County. Okay, and you know, if you go on one side of the river. I can pull up. Matter of fact, I can pull up, uh, you know, on our website. We've got a website up, and I, I don't really talk about this too much. But if you go to westplexsports.com, W-E-S-T-P-L-E-X-S-P-O-R-T-S.com, you will see sports scores on there. We have sports scores from high school, college, and professional, okay? At least I think if the site's going to load. Maybe it won't load. No, it's not loading. It's going to make a going to be a fool of me. Anyway, um, we have these. Eh, something's wrong. I have to look at it. Anyway, we have these scores on there. And um, you see the St. Charles County teams. You see the Francis Howells and the Fort Zumwalt's playing. You see their schedules coming up and things like that. Uh, and yet, when you go over to St. Louis County, nothing. 
And uh, I believe in the state of Missouri, St. Louis County is the only place in the state where they have not. Some of the schools have opted out, but it's the only place in the state where the governmental body essentially said, yep, you can't play football. You can't do any of those kind of sports. Um, and yet, and the reason is in Illinois, we talked about this day, Big Ten is going to play football again, and Illinois is in the Big Ten, and now there are people in Illinois saying, like, hold on a minute, if we have college sports, uh, why can't we have high school sports? And I heard a spokesman yesterday for the state of Illinois come on, and I have to be honest with you, it was a good explanation. He essentially said, look, on the college level, we have a very, very, very good testing program. Um, you know, once again, University of Illinois has medical people, and we have a medical school, and blah, 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 and we have all these tests most high schools are not prepared for this. They don't have the testing abilities that we have on the college level because of the fact that most high schools don't have that kind of a budget. They'll have like a school nurse or something like that, but they don't have like, you know, a medical department like a university would. You know, like, you know, Mizzou's got his own hospital. You know, so so you go to Columbia, you know, geez, the, you know, there's a hospital with doctors and all that kind of stuff. Whereas, obviously, you know, if you go to Francis Hall High School, they don't have their own hospital. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's no, There's no doctor or anything like that. Uh, uh, you know, westplex.com slash, slash sports. Oh, there it is. Okay. You know, I had the wrong thing. Hold on a minute. Let me see if I can hit it again. And da, 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 da. there it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So if you go there, here's a whole schedule. Uh, you know, like for example, uh, Vikings versus the Jaguars, Friday at 7 p.m. Uh, Fort Zumwalt West versus the Francis Howell North Lions, 7 o'clock, Friday, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, the uh, Pacific or Liberty uh, uh, Wentzville uh, Eagles, uh, Fort Zumwalt South Bulldogs. So they're playing football in St. Charles County, and yet they're not in St. Louis County. And people are saying, okay, why is it on one side of the river you can play football and the other side you can't? Well, it's because on one side of the river you've got uh, 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 Steve Ellman, who's the county executive, who has been very open in saying, look, we think people in St. Charles County are smart, and we're going to leave it up to you. If you don't want to wear a mask, you know what? We don't think that's a good idea, but we're not going to come and throw you in jail for not wearing a mask. And same thing with like sports and things like that. And so far, quite honestly, it's worked out fairly well because you haven't heard of any terrible problems in St. Charles County, at least with the football teams, right? Right. Who knows? You know, I mean, Shelly. What? Sometimes I go to bed at night and I wake yeah. up in the morning and I think to myself, wouldn't it be nice if Shelly and Brad go on the air in the morning and we don't have to talk about goofy politicians making weird decisions and doing strange things and about, you know, uh, having to wear masks and, and is this closed and is that open and can you go to this restaurant and actually sit at a table and can you, you know, go into a food store and not have to worry about... I, I, was, in a, I was in a Quickie Mart yesterday, I have to be honest with you. This happened to me uh, yesterday afternoon. I was in a Quickie Mart in St. Louis County, and a guy came in without a mask, and the uh, lady behind the counter said, sir, you'll have to wear a mask, you have to leave. And he said, I don't have a mask. She gave him one, one that they were selling. You know, it was on the counter. There was like a buck 50 or something like that. I don't know how much it was. She just gave him one. Here, wear this mask. And the guy put it on. I thought, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, she just, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, well, I'll have to remember that trick for well, getting. Well, if he didn't have a mask on and somebody were to come in and 
noticed that the man didn't have a mask on, she would inevitably get in trouble. Yeah, but that's a great trick for getting free masks. I just go to the Quickie Mart in St. Louis County, walk in, and sir, sir, yeah, 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 you have to have a mask. Oh, man, I don't have one. Oh, here, sir, here's one. Okay, great. And I'm going to the next Quickie Mart. Sir, yeah, you don't have a mask? Oh, I don't have one. You know what I mean? I could get like, you know, I could make, think I could make a living off that because I could just go get a mask at each Quickie Mart and then I could or go. Or they could charge you a buck fifty along with whatever well, it is well, that you're well, buying. No, she didn't. She didn't charge him. She just gave it to him. Because, and they were on the counter. She took it out of one of the boxes that was, I can't remember what the price on it was, but she took it out of the one of the boxes where they're actually selling them at the store and she gave it to him. You know, so I'm thinking to myself, you know, I want to go into Quickie Mart and, you know, I don't have my, 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 you know, my, my bottle of Mountain Dew and the woman's going to say, you know, sir, you have to have a model bottle of Mountain Dew to come into Quickie Mart. Oh man, I don't have one. Here, sir, take this. This is on us. Yeah. <laughs> it's 640. Oh, Shelly's tired. When she gives the time, it's me. She's tired of talking. And I'm trying to keep us on track. That's time, what I do. It's time to play songs. Yes, it is. Westplex 107.1, The Bones, uh, Maren Morris with her twang turned off in that song. Have you heard this big controversy in, in, uh, in country music? This big controversy? I haven't. Of um, Thomas Rhett and Carrie Underwood. You don't know what I'm talking about? I know who they are, but I don't know what the controversy is. Okay, the ACM, American Country Music Awards. Let me see if I can find the story here real quick. Uh, American Country Music Awards, uh, and they were named, Thomas Rhett and Carrie Underwood were named co-entertainers of the year. In other words, they said there was a tie between Thomas Rhett and Carrie Underwood. And the Academy of Country Music Awards essentially said, for the first time in history, we're going to say that we have a tie and we have co-entertainers of the year. And people are going like, okay, this is like participation trophy time. You know, you know, pick one. And, and if you know what's going on with country music, Carrie Underwood has been a big star for, you know, quite some time now. Thomas Rhett is, I, I don't want to say new, but relatively new. He hasn't been as popular as Carrie has been, you know, she's been around for, you know what, 10? When did she win? Did, was it, trying to think, was that like... She was the second winner. No, I think... No, no, no I, she wasn't. She was the third winner. Well, I think she was the fourth or fifth. Here, let I me don't look. think so. Well, let me look at this. Uh, anyway, the, the controversy is they're saying that um, Thomas Rhett should, you know, either one or the other should have the, the, the title. And they should have essentially said, hey, and the winner is Thomas Rhett, or the winner is Carrie Underwood, and runner-up is, you know, you have like runner-ups and Miss, Con- Miss America contests, stuff like that. Uh, yes. And, and they're saying that this is the Country Music Participation Award with the fact that, you know, instead of saying, we have a winner and the rest of you are losers, so to speak, we have two winners. So... Um, here, let me see if I can find it. She born in '83. Um, second album, 2000. Okay, so first album. Okay. Oh, she's been around for more than ten years now. Uh, what? Underwood has sold seventy million records worldwide. Early life career. Um, American Idol season four. American Idol season four. So she was in season four of American Idol. And 2004, 2005. So she's been around, you know, 15, 16 years now. And um, isn't this interesting? They give you on this on Wikipedia. They give you 
they give you all the the songs that she did. Um, you know, in auditions, she said, "I can't make uh, I can't make you love me." By Bonnie Raitt. Then when she went to Hollywood, she did Young Hearts Run Free by Candy Staten. Then Top 75, she did Independence Day by Martin uh, Martina McBride. Top 24, she did uh, Could Have Been by Tiffany. Oh, she did pop stuff. Top 20, Piece of My Heart. Top 16, Because You Love Me. Top 12, uh, When Will I Be Loved. Top 11, Alone, Top 10, Independence Day, Top 9, Hello Young Lovers, Top 8, Love is a Battlefield, Top 7, MacArthur Park, MacArthur Park, Top 6, When God-Fearing Women Get the Blues, Martina McBride, Top 5, Trouble, Bless the Broken Road, Top 4, Sin Wagon, Top 3, Crying, Make Love Out of Nothing at All, Man, I Feel Like a Woman, Final, Inside Your Heaven, Independence Day, and Angels Brought Me Here. So anyway, so she's been around for significantly longer than Thomas Rhett. And there there was controversy because they're saying the reason that they tied is that she's won it before. And the women are all saying, well, this is terrible. She's sharing it with a man. She should have. And you know what? I sort of agree. I mean, you know, why is there a tie? Now, I get it. If there's like some kind of a system where, you know, there's like 20 judges and 10 of them vote for one person and 10 of them vote for the other. Yeah, that's a tie. But, you know, do you even know how they pick ACM awards? I don't. But wouldn't they have really busted something if uh, Little Nas X (laughs) made it? Well, they're not going to do anything with him. You know how that is. But, but, you know, here's what I know. But I just think here's what they should have done. They should have come on. They said, "Okay, we're going to have it's a tie. You know, the judges cannot decide who's going to tie, and they should have like a, a sing-off, where you know, it's like true. you know, like like you know, like you go to some of the bars, like and they the have, voice. Well, they, well, but you have like the dueling pianos, a karaoke you, bar. Well, yeah. no, like the dueling pianos kind of thing. You know, like you say, okay, now here's the song, and we want you to each sing, you know, uh, you know, two verses of this song, and then Thomas Red sings it, and then they go Carrie Underwood, and they, okay, crowd, what do you think? Yeah, it'll be like best, you know, best three out of five or something like that. Okay, now here's song number two thomas sing the first three verses of this song now carrie you know and then you know and it's you know it's easy to say that carrie is the winner yay carrie underwood but they won't do that (laughs) isn't that crazy crazy stuff i mean and and you know what i think part of it is let's say this would have happened 20 years ago do you think really anybody would have cared no. Hey, there's a tie. Now it's to the point where like all these social and sexual and and you know overtones of like, well, 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 she should have won because she's a woman, and other people say, well, she's won it before. Let a, a guy have it for a while, you know, and to the point where, well, 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 you know, this is the participation era. Everybody gets a trophy, whether you win, lose. Everybody gets a trophy. That kind of a thing. Who knows? Thomas Rhett's, Drop back two and punch. Well, you know, it's my little stupid history is that, I, you know, his real name is Thomas Rhett Akins. And his father, he's Thomas Rhett Akins Jr. And his father is Tom, Thomas Rhett Akins Sr. And those of you who have known country music for a while, like myself, one of my all-time favorite songs is That Ain't My Truck by Rhett Akins, his father. So it's interesting because they sort of, you know, pick their names. You know, his father picked his middle name and last name uh, as his uh, performing name. And his son picked his first name and his middle name as his performing name. Um, you know, and, and, and that's one of those things that I think they've actually had a couple concerts where his father's come out on stage and they've done some duets and things like that, which is, you know, sort of interesting. By the way, um, I saw a duet. We'll talk about that next hour. 
I saw a really interesting duet recently, and I thought to myself, wow, who'd have thunk those two would sing together? But, you know, it's something else to talk about. I'll tease you with that, and you'll never guess who it was. I probably won't. Um, did you know that Angie Harness, who's our sponsor for BS in the Morning, do you know that she actually works in all of St. Charles and all of St. Louis? Did you know that? Get out. She does. Even though her office is Keller Williams uh, Chesterfield, she actually works and and makes um, St. Charles and Warrenton and Franklin her home, her boy, home base. Well, you 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 just you just snuck that one in there, didn't you, Shelley? I did. A segue for one of our Because I love clients. her. She's a sultry minx, and she oh, is excellent oh, oh, at her craft. Oh, by the way, I <laughs> what. There's a major problem with your use of the word sultry minx or phrase, whatever you want to call it. Why? Uh, I'll tell you next hour. Remind me. We'll do the, remind me. The next thing we talk about, remind me to tell you because what's funny is, it's so funny you should bring that up. Shelly calls her a sultry minx. Okay. Yeah. And I said, Shelly, I go, okay, so what is a minx? And so last night, I don't even know why this happened. You Googled it? Yes, and you don't want to know what I came up with. <laughs> I really don't care. I don't care what it means. It sounds fun, and it sounds... Well, uh, you might care after I tell you what came up. So we'll talk well, about Well, then it. don't sit there and tell me. Don't... Well, no, You've no, crushed no, no. my hopes it's, and dreams. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I, hold it. Was that you that said that? So you said... Hold on a minute. I can't find it now. Where is it? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Caught you off guard, didn't I, Sparky? Uh, hold it. I can't find it. Hold on. Oh, you can't find it. Oh, look. It's 6.59. Pretty much it. Okay, so... Remind me, sultry mix next break. Or okay. sultry mix. It's 7 o'clock. It is 7 o'clock. Actually, it's 7 o'clock. It's actually 7 o'clock. Westplex 107.1. No, we don't want it to rain on us. Well, it has been sort of dry lately. Maybe we need some rain. Good morning to you. It's BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. 709. It is a Thursday. So happy it's Thursday. Okay. First off, you there, Shelly? <clears throat> I'm here. Okay. Talked about this last hour. Sultry mix. You keep calling um, our sponsor. Um, Angie Harness, a sultry minx. So last I do. Night, I, I hope she doesn't get mad at me, but I do do that. Well, the, okay, go ahead. I Googled, and I'm, I've already got my rebuttal. Go I ahead. Googled it last night, and sultry minx is the pen name for not sure if it's a man or a woman who writes pornographic books. <laughs> There's a bunch of them out there because when I put that in. It, it's all these books. How dare they tarnish that that <laughs> and, little phrase? And let me just put it to this way: I would give you the titles of the books, but we can't even give the titles of the books if you know what I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> so, so that is, and, and there's like found, five or there's like five or six of them by sultry minks. Okay. Okay, whatever. Anyway, what I have found is like it says minks versus tart. I agree that the word tart is negative and always sexual in connotation. However, minx is not usually flirtatious. It is generally used to refer to a female or a cat, but the basic meaning is someone who is cheeky and a bit of a rascal. Well, I understand what you're going with with, with Angie. She's a very capable woman. Um, She's, she and, is so classy. Well, and she is just, that, I mean, see, that's, she's excellent at her job. She's beautiful. 
she's excellent at her job. <laughs> well, she's, and um, she's just she's an amazing woman, and so it's a term of endearment that I mean it because it's just this personal joke that we have. Because she'll I'll take a picture or something, you know how I do, and she'll say that's beautiful, and I go, is it minxy? <laughs> well, the, the the she's like very minxy. <laughs> the thing the thing I will say about her, and and not necessarily just because it's she's a woman, I see this about men as well too. You feel like they are very capable. You meet someone, and sometimes yes. you'll meet someone, you go like, oh, my God, this is the guy that's going to put new tires on my car. And you go like, oh, I hope, I hope he knows what he's doing. And then other times you meet somebody who's like, hey, this guy has got it under control, and I have no problem at all with him putting tires on my car. Okay? And you get what I'm saying? You know, you deal with people. I do. Right. I do. And, and, I mean, she's she's a community leader. Right. She's a, right. She sits there, and she's on the board for the Child Center. Right. And she's on several other boards. She's just, she's an amazing woman. Well, she comes off as a very capable, uh, uh, you know, person who can handle things. And I think that yes, if, she if, is, if you want somebody selling and multitasking, a, if you want somebody selling your house or helping you buy a new house, that's what you want. You don't want somebody who's like, well, I don't know if we're going to be able to sell your house or not. You want somebody to say, hey, look, you know what, you know, we'll set a price we agree upon. And I think we can move this house and I think we can sell in two weeks. So anyway, that's the type of person she is. Okay. Yes, she is. Second thing is that I figured out, you know, and it just took me a minute to figure it out. I told you the story. I went into a, a, a Quickie Mart yesterday, and a guy was in there, and a lady who worked at Quickie Mart, she was one of the Quickie Mart people, called out the guy, Sir, and I was in St. Louis County, Sir, uh, we require a mask, and you don't have a mask. So she gave him a mask, okay? And I, yeah. I figured out she actually had two boxes of masks on on the, the you know on the uh, on you know like she pulled she pulled a bo- one out of this one box and i just remembered when i looked at that box it said used masks to clean the toilets it did not <laughs> stop it <laughs> What and the bedazzled is the scrub. <laughs> so so that's what she gave him. Okay. Okay now I doubt that. <laughs> I heard this story yesterday and I have to really watch myself because I get myself in trouble with this. And we're gonna try by the way, we're gonna try to call my son a little bit later. And, and you oh, know what? I, I have to be honest with you, I forgot about this. He lives in Florida, okay, he lives in Pensacola, and we called him yesterday and I thought, well it's not too early, he'll he'll be up. Well, I was assuming and, and I, I I keep forgetting this. They're not an hour ahead of us in Pensacola. Pensacola no, is in not. Central Time, so so you know it's right now. It's in Pensacola. 7:13. It's seven thirteen. But if you go to pretty much, you know, I think I don't know where the the timeline goes in, but I know it's it's further east. And once you're obviously in Jacksonville and Orlando and Miami and Fort Lauderdale and Tampa, that's all East Coast time. But uh, in uh, in Pensacola, they're uh, Central Time. So I'm giving him a few more minutes. I don't know if he's up or not. And I know his. I don't think his work is open today. Okay. Uh, um, oh, 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 also, I just saw something. Someone sent me another meaning of the word minx, and I'm not even going to talk about that. Um, yesterday, <laughs> I hear this. Look at me being controversial. <laughs> yesterday, I hear this on NPR, because I listen to NPR, okay? Yes, you do. And there is a big, 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 big controversy, which has turned into an international controversy. So you're saying it's it's big? Well, it's it's all over the world now. And when, when I explain the story, you'll understand why this controversy is all over the world. And the battle lines have been drawn. And what's really interesting is the battle lines are very, very interesting in this respect. 
This involves is it COVID related? No, has nothing to do with COVID. This involves Professor Greg Patton, and he is USC's University of Southern California's Marshall School of Business. And on August twentieth, he was teaching a Zoom class, and he is a guy who is a professor and a very well respected professor in the School of Business. And he was talking about, you know, his this class he's teaching is about world business. They're talking about how, you know, people do business around the world and things like that. And he was talking about how in certain languages, a vocal pause or a vocal, there's a term for this. I don't think it's vocal pause. But if I say like, 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 uh, 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 you know, and some people say that, 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 that. You know, you know, people say like, well, I went over there and I went over there that, 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 you know what I'm talking about? I don't. No. I mean, in other, in other words, it's like, like, oh. like, 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 <laughs> like. Is that a rhetorical question? No. Well, you don't understand what I'm talking about? He's, he's saying that in certain languages, people use different words as a vocal pause. So in other words, in the United yes, States, yes, like, like, or duh, uh, 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 or, you know, like, or that, that, that. And that, that, that seems to be a common one around the world. But in different languages, that is obviously a different word. And he was talking about in Cantonese, which is the most predominant language used in China, that is niga. Mika? Niga. Get where I'm heading? N-E-G-A. Well, I don't know how it's spelled, but get where I'm heading with this? But I mean, is that how it sounds? Niga? Well, think about what I just said, okay? It's real close to something we can't say on the radio. Or we... Oh, okay. So, right. Uh, yes, go on. Okay, so he said that in Cantonese, that it's the same thing that, and you don't, you know, in the United States, it's, I would probably say it's probably like, like, you know, that's like the young, you know, like the Valley girls. Hey, like, it's like, it's like, 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 you know what I mean? That's kind of thing, you know, and you I hear people do that and, and you're a lot of people go, uh, and it's interesting because he said in a lot of foreign languages, they, they actually use a word and like, not like, um, or, uh, you know, uh, let me think about that for a minute. Uh, I don't really know. And he said in a lot of foreign languages, they use one word and and they repeat it. And that was the word. And once again, in Cantonese, it's that. And the translation of that into Cantonese is niga. Okay, so you know where I'm heading with this, right? Right. So an anonymous letter signed, well, actually it was anonymous. An anonymous letter identifying as a group of black students was sent to the um, uh, head dude at the school, whoever he is, I guess, what is the, the you know, what's the head dude's? The dean, the dean, or, or the the president of the university, the whole bit, and Chancellor. they said that the black students complained, said that this was offensive to them, that he should know better than to use that word, and he said he's taught this class for years. I think it talks about he's taught there for like twenty years, and he's taught this repeatedly, and what he's going after is that. And you're going like, okay, is this a language class or is this a business class? It's a business class. But what he's doing is he's teaching the students how to communicate 
in different other, countries. other nationalities. Right, with different languages when you're doing business. And there's certain things that we can say in the United States, certain things that if you would make a comment about that are acceptable, and certain things that you in other countries, which would be like, I can't believe he said that. You know, so in other words, he's essentially, and, and, he, and the thing he was talking about with these vocal hesitations, you know, uh, 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 like, 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 that, that, that. So the black student, these black students, anonymously sent a letter to the president of the university and they suspended him and he's like like you know i heard the interview and he's like taken aback i mean he, he wasn't like mad he was like he was like upset because he goes like you know i love teaching and 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 now what's interesting is the chinese students have rallied around him saying yeah he's exactly right that's exactly the way it is in cantonese and and the one they interviewed one Chinese student, and she said that her parents, when they're in the United States, they come and visit her in the United States. That she warns them that when they're in public, they shouldn't go that 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 because they talk in Cantonese because they their their English is very bad. So when they come to the United States, she converses with her mother and father in Cantonese. And they, you know, and in public, sometimes her father would, you know, be talking and he'd have the vocal hesitation, you know, nigga, 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 nigga. Okay. And that okay. meant that, 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 that. So the, now it's gotten to be sort of a fight between the Chinese students who are saying, look, this professor is exactly right. And he's teaching things that, that if people, if, you know, if Americans want to succeed dealing with business in China, they have to know these things. And, and in other words, you know, even though this word sounds very close to the word that you're not supposed to say about black people in the United States, it's not the same word. It's a translation of the word that in Cantonese. And it has no, no meaning whatsoever as far as any derogatory meaning of any you know, race, color, creed, whatever. It's just a crazy, weird translation. You know, because and there's all sorts of weird words like that, that, you know, you read a word in English and the translation, you know, in, in, in another language is like, well, that's interesting. You know what I mean, sometimes they're close, like there's a lot of words that if you look at Spanish, there's a lot of words that you can figure out what the word is because it's close to, um, you know, the the, uh, you know, same word in, in English. But then there's a lot of languages that it just makes no sense. You know what I mean? It's to the point where like you look and you go, like, I do, you know, like, OK, I have no idea what that sentence about. I mean, I can look at something and Spanish and I'm not I don't know Spanish very well at all but I can figure out pretty much what's going on in a sentence Spanish same thing I can do with German I took German in high school and I was never very good at it but I can look at a sentence in German and pretty much tell you what it's about I can't translate it you know word for word but I can tell you where the sentence is going by the words in it and I'll say well it has something to do with with you know a farm you know you know out in the country or something like that you know you know what I'm saying and I do but I don't know what they're talking about. I can just know what the sentence is, is vaguely about. So the, this guy's been suspended. and That's really a shame. The black students are rallying around the fact that he should be kicked out. And the Chinese students are saying, hey, this guy's great. We learned so much from him because of the fact that he did. Because why the Chinese students like this class is because they're coming to the United States and they're trying to learn how to better deal with United States business people with American business people. 
So, so he's and that's the that's the welcome that they get. He's well, but he's teaching both sides of the equation. In other yes, words, he's, he is. He's teaching the fact, and rightfully so. Right. He's teaching the fact that when you're an American, and 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 it's not just this is not just a Chinese thing. He was he's talking about you know he's teaching an international business class. My daughter studied that. Matter of fact, her she, her double major um, is her first major is in international business, and her second major is in Spanish. And that was the thing that that she learned a lot about. Matter of fact, she spent a, a semester um, in Spain where they had a rule. Get this. They had a rule that when she was at this university in Spain, the only time they were allowed to speak English was in their dorm room. Once they came out of their dorm room, English not permitted. Every single thing. If they were on, and even if they were with fellow Americans, and she had several Americans that were in this class and in these classes she was in, even if she was in like, you know, walking down the sidewalk on the university campus, they were not allowed to speak English. It was all in Spanish. And the classes were all in Spanish. The tests were all in Spanish. And, and you know, and the, like I said, the only time they wow, were allowed that's, to... That's tough. Yeah, that's I know. The only, gig right, right there. The only time they were allowed to speak English was when they were on on the dorm or if they were off campus. Like, obviously, if they were off campus. But that was the rule. If you're on campus, it's Spanish except for in the dorm. And she learned a lot. And she talked about the nuances between, you know, the English language and Spanish language that especially, you know, is as related to international business that if you say something in English, you know, people go, eh, no big deal. You say the same thing translated loosely into Spanish and you get eyebrows raised. Get what I'm saying? I mean, it's the more like, you know, well, you're not supposed to be saying that kind of stuff. So so this poor guy is like caught between a rock and a hard place because the, the, the Chinese students are going like, hey. This guy's great. He's exactly right. And the black students are going like, nope, sounds a little bit too close to that word we don't want to hear. And we'd say, fire this dude. You know? I mean, what do you think? I think that's, I think that that's sad. Yeah. Well, now, and here's what's interesting. Yesterday, you know, I'll talk about this next break. Um, we'll, uh, talk about this next break in the respect that um, there's a listener to the show who I know didn't realize she was listening yesterday. And her and her husband lived in China for quite some time. He was an executive, I can't remember what company he was with, and he was some big company, and they lived in China for like five or six years. And she um, called me yesterday after I got off the air and said, we're talking about the pollution with the with the uh, uh, the forest fires out in the West Coast and how that some of that is coming our way. And, and I don't know if yes. you notice this or not, if the sun's out at night, the sun the sunsets are more beautiful because it's going through all the crazy weird smoke and particulate matter coming from the fires to the west of us. Anyway, she, she, she texted me something which I think is really interesting uh, because of her and her husband when they're in China. And, 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 and what's interesting is talking about this deal with this USC thing. I remember she told me this was a story that in, in China, the Chinese people would refer to her as, I think it was a, a guilo or guilo or something like that. She was a guilo. And translated, that means white ghost. <laughs> so that was what the Chinese people would call the Americans. And it was like a disrespectful term. I think it was Guilo or something like that. And and she would hear I remember that. She would hear like in conversation, she would be somewhere where they were, you know, her and her husband were someplace and they and someone would like the Chinese people would be looking at them and talking and they would hear that word quite a bit. And like for example, sometimes they'd hear the word and there'd be a laughter. 
you know, like, like, you know, like, and, and that was the thing. It's like, it's a disrespectful term of calling Americans white ghosts, Guilo or something like that. Let me see if somebody who, uh, and anyway, that's, that's the, that's the story on that. So anyway, I just thought it was interesting. If you want to, if you want to read this story, um, on, on, uh, this professor, if you go to, you can go to Google and there's a really good article on CNN. Uh, matter of fact, I, I think I put this on my Facebook page. If I didn't, I'll put it on there now. Uh, and if you, and if all you have to do, you can just, uh, uh Google the word USC professor, uh, Chinese expression. And this article will come up and it's very, very, very well-written article. Uh, lots of quotes in here and it sort of gives both sides of the story, but I don't know. At times, I think we all get a little bit too sensitive, you know? I mean, like, like you know, when... No, we get too sensitive. Well, it's like when people call me a big fat guy. I'm like, you know, I get it. I'm big. I'm fat. They do not know? call you a big fat guy. Uh, you, however, comma, don't have a problem with calling other people who are of a larger frame. I don't think that people who are our role models should uh, be, you know... I mean, once again, you and I have the same doctor, Dr. Weikert. If Governor Pritzker would walk into... Uh, Dr. Weikert's office and sit down, what's the first thing that Weikert would tell him? You need to let the sports in in high schools <laughs> no, go on. No, he wouldn't say that. He would, yes, he would. He would be all over him about, about losing weight because as a doctor, he realizes that... Maybe it's a medical condition, Brad. Shelly? Yes? It's not. How do you know that? <laughs> you know... For me, I'll be honest with you, for me, my overweight situation used to be a gland problem. I just couldn't eat enough of those glands. Westplex 107.1, it is 734. I am Shelly, she's Brad. This is the show BS in the Morning. Our web address is bsinthemorning.show, and the address for the radio station is westplex1071.com. You there, Shelly? I absolutely am here. Where else would I be? Let's call my son, see if I can get a hold of him. Hold on a minute. Let's do it. Oh, I would quick. love that. See, my son, this is my oldest son who lives in Pensacola. Yeah, hold on, come on, my phone went dark. Uh, two, three, two. I can't run the phone here, can I? You can actually dial the number and then press send and it'll go. It's not that kind of a phone. This is old school phone. <laughs> it is a rotary dial. Special. It's a special phone for the air studio. It's not. It's not like a cell phone. Oh, it's a spe- It's like a bad phone. I don't know about a bad phone, but just is you know old school kind of phone. <laughs> he, he probably won't answer today. He knows it's me. Hello. Hey, Brett. It's 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 me, Brad the Dad. You there? Yes, I am. I got you on the air again. Is this okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, you guys are the uh, national news story this morning. You know that? Oh, buddy, we're famous. <laughs> yeah. You got your butt kicked yesterday. Now, we had you on the phone yesterday morning, and you left your place and went further north. You live about a mile north of the Gulf, and what would you say? Your friend lives about 10 miles north of the Gulf? Yeah, he's, uh, well, about 10 miles north of uh, Pensacola Bay. Okay. Um, so... I talked to you yesterday afternoon, at least text, and you said, no, we talked, and you said, after we got off the air, all hell broke loose, right? Yeah, we uh, we talked, what, about 7 o'clock yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you say it would hit there, what, 7.30, 7.45 or so? Yeah, right. Um, 
Yeah, right about it. It made landfall at, in Gulf Shores at 4.45 in the morning. It was moving at two miles an hour, so that'd be, yeah, be about right. Okay, the story this morning is there's three feet of water in downtown Pensacola. Is that is that correct? Yeah, down down on pretty much Main Street, um, down along Main Street, at least as of yesterday. Uh, there's uh, businesses and stuff down there, and there's still water up to basically the door door frame on pickup trucks and. No kidding. Up, yeah. Yeah. Now, now is is that like uh, downtown Pensacola? Is is it you know is it like a busy area, or is it like sort of a downtown that used to be downtown? You know what I'm saying? No, it, that's it's actually started to for a while there it was just a downtown, but now there's a big resurgence down there there's a, a entire street that's all bars and restaurants and all that kind of stuff and they've been working to really bring people down there and have it be a lively downtown and so it's 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 a place that's on on the move and it's where a lot of people would like to go yeah absolutely there's been a big uh, big move towards a lot of people moving back downtown and usually from Wednesday through Sunday people where people hang out is down there so now so when we got off the air you've been down in florida what for five years now you've you've had some tropical storms but you've never had had a direct hit for a hurricane correct no the closest one would have been michael a couple years ago because that was due due south of us before we turned east and hit panama city so it's you're at your friend's places is like a a, like we described like a one-story house uh you know pad kind of thing no basement or anything like that yeah, it's a slab home, um, mid-90s build, brick house. So what was it like when the 110-mile-an-hour winds hit? Surprisingly uh, surprisingly calm. Really? I mean, obviously, it, wasn't, it wasn't as wild as you think it is, I guess. Right. Um, it was just loud. Did the breeze. house... Did the house start to move? Could you hear like any like the roof moving around or anything like that? Or, uh, I mean, you could feel the the windows buffeting. And and they didn't uh, have. Did they have any major damage at at, at his house? No, there uh, lost some lost some fascia board and a little bit of and some siding and stuff, but that was about it. So, wouldn't you say his house was built what nineties? I think he's yeah. I think he said it was built in like ninety five, ninety six. So he's got all the new hurricane stuff. He's got all the strapping and all that stuff in his house. Then probably right. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the it's a nice one of the, like I guess you'd call a nicer neighborhood in the suburbs out here. It was one of the premier areas, so they're all well built homes where he's at. It's got all the all the stuff that I think they did after Andrew hit in Miami and messed everything up. So I think it's built to like one hundred and fifty mile an hour code or something like that right they have to put all the straps in on the uh, on the uh, the trusses and uh, all the different bracing and stuff like that they put uh, you know because you know you being a former carpenter uh you know most people think that in this area that their houses are well constructed and, and if you look at the way they put houses together when they put the trusses on the top of the house they just put a couple toenails in it and that's pretty much it right yeah usually they're toenailed if you come down here and watch them place trusses they're toenailed and then they've got strong tie basically like 12 gauge metal plates on each side of the right 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 each side of the truss tying it into the uh, tying it into the walls so 
So, so uh, I read this morning. I got a thing this morning uh, from the smartest woman in the world. Uh, the it's actually a communication from the Eglin Air Force Base that they are shut down until noon today. They're doing damage assessment. Have you heard anything about what happened at uh, the uh, Pensacola Air Station, NAS Pensacola, or in Eglin? Have they had any uh, significant damage at the uh, Naval Station or the uh, Air Force installation? Um. Now that I haven't heard anything on the news as of as of last night, they weren't really reporting a lot on what was going on over at Pensacola. Uh, no, I saw some. There's some damage to some of the buildings. I saw in a few pictures, but um, Eglin seems to be not as hard a hit because most of this that's about probably 25, 30 miles east of me. So the path of the storm was on. It actually that caught the outside edge over there, whereas over here, NAS Pensacola pretty much took a direct hit. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what we're hearing, that, that you were literally, uh, you know, I mean, yesterday I'm thinking to myself, after we talked, I'm thinking, oh, that's not good, because, uh, and especially the storm was moving extremely slow. You were saying yesterday that somebody reported 50 inches of rain? I mean, I'm hearing that the, the, the statistic everybody is using is that you had four months worth of rain in four minutes. Does that sound right? Um, there was, there's a, there's a couple personal weather stations around here that reported 50 inches of rain right before they shut off. The official number that's thrown out is for anywhere from 30 to 36 from like actual weather stations. But and, and that was in, a couple, and, and the 30 to 36 was just in a few hours time, right? I'd say, I mean, you're talking, well, 12 to 15 hours max, probably. Wow. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So now, is is your business back open again? Or, or you know, are you going? Are you off today again, or what? No, we're, uh, I mean, the entire town is pretty much without power right now. Every there's every intersection, there's power lines still draped across the road. No stoplights are on. I mean, there's no power in this entire... I think I looked up the stats yesterday on Gulf Power. There's 150,000 households in Escambia County, and 146,000 are out of power right now. Wow! And and I heard last night that the what the county uh, there was a uh, dust to dawn curfew, and they what they declared martial law or something like that as well too. Yeah, um, apparently when the last hurricane that he here was Ivan in 2004, and I guess they had a lot of issue with looters, so. It's uh, they weren't playing around with that last night. I'll be darned. So, 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 did you? Uh, uh, you still don't have power at your place, do you? Or did you get it back? No, my no. I've got no. There's power lines down everywhere. I've got trees down on pretty much every street in my neighborhood and out on the main road. And so, it's uh, it with the amount of damage, even with all the traveling lineman crews that have come in from South Florida, Texas, Louisiana. There's still probably not going to be power in a lot of these places for weeks. Well, you know, I can throw. I got you know, I got all my chainsaws. I can throw them in the back of my truck, and I can be there by seven o'clock tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably yeah. You probably make a decent living coming down here from chainsaws right now. <laughs> I bet you I could. Okay, well, just wanted to get you update on that because of the fact that, like I said, when you know, because the news reports this morning are 
Pensacola took the you know the brunt of the form, direct uh, the storm, direct hit on Pensacola by by uh, you know the the you know hurricane uh, you know what was it Sally what was that it was Sally um, yep and 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 I'm thinking okay this is not good my son's down there and like I said you called me yesterday afternoon and you go hey you know like about a half an hour after we talked on the air it just got crazy so okay well so so you're staying with your friend now does he have power. Uh, yeah, he's one of the when they built that. This there's a lot of old infrastructure down here, so a lot of above ground power lines. His neighborhood was when they really started doing below ground utilities. So his was one of the few neighborhoods we lost power for about forty seconds when I was over there yesterday, and otherwise they've had power the whole time. Okay, well, if there's anything I can do to uh, you know help you out, like I said, if you want me, you know, it takes twelve hours for me to drive down there. Like I said, I'll load my uh, my chainsaws up and away I come. Right, you know. Yeah. Um, I need like a gigantic vacuum that can suck up tree branches out of my driveway. <laughs> I know you. You sent me pictures. It looks like it looks like the trees sort of blew up in your yard there, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's the the tree growth down here is either pecans, red oaks, or uh, longleaf pines, and they fare well for a little bit. But they definitely once they get past their little bending point, there it's pretty much over for them, and it's uh, yeah. Well, good it's thing. A lot of issues. Good thing you don't have Bradford pears. That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, his entire neighborhood is Bradford pears, and oh, is it really? Yeah, they, that's what they used to line all the. That's what they had in all the areas in the street, and they were just wrecked. I was. I know they're the I worst. Was joking about. I was joking with him about it. Actually, while we're in there, I was like, "Man, good thing there's not a lot of Bradford pears down here." And he's like, "Hang on." And the storm cleared. We drove around, and there was just half of Bradford pears littered all throughout the street i'm telling you they're the worst they're the worst okay take it easy won't bother you um you know get back to work or whatever and like i said anything i can do just don't hesitate give me a call okay all right okay bye Bye. my son brett (laughs) he's an interesting kid he's not a kid anymore he's in a he's he's really a cool guy yeah he's he's sort of laid back i guess unlike his father I get a little bit wired at times, but, uh, you know, he really enjoys living down there. He's got a boat, and he's got a kayak, and he goes out on the Gulf and, you know, and enjoys that whole lifestyle down there, you know? A bunch of his friends, that's how he moved down there. His uh, best friend moved down there because he's married to a, a, a lady in the Navy, and she got stationed at Pensacola. She's been there a long time, and uh, she's, like, way up the food chain. She's like a, I think she's like your 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 stepdaughter or whatever she's like a master sergeant or something like that she's she's an air traffic controller but she doesn't actually do the air traffic controller anymore she teaches atc and uh that's what she does and uh, because they've got you know the big air force base down there i mean i mean excuse me the naval base and then the air force base so Mm -hmm. you know he sent me pictures oh my god (laughs) his place he's got a tree that's just laying leaning on the top of his place and it's to the point where it's like oh, really okay. oh yeah yeah it's just like you know it's it's you can see the root ball sort of coming out of the ground and you know the trees just are like laying up against the the, the roof that's like that's going to be fun to get down you know because they're obviously going to have to come in there and do it that with a uh, with a you know man left a cherry picker because uh, you know they're going to have to get up there and you know chop it down piece by piece because if they just you know chop the whole thing down it'll crush his house so yes it would anyway <laughs> and then he sent me the picture of what's in his front yard i'm going like oh my god he's my son <sighs> if i told you what he's got in his front yard you wouldn't believe it um it does it look like in a, a, in a, um, in a, a uh, no in a million years you wouldn't believe it and does it look like a used well, car lot well let me put it to you this way he's renting this place and i said 
does your landlord know you did that? And they go, oh, yeah, I asked him. He said it was okay. I go, okay, fine. <laughs> Is it like a statue? No, it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it later. It's 748. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. 754. Yesterday in the mail, I got something interesting from uh, the postmaster. And it talked about, hey, if you're going to vote by mail, we'll talk about that tomorrow. But what I did want to talk about today is I have two things to talk about. You ready for this? I am ready. Los Angeles Times decided they were going to try to, because all this thing came out about the, you know, possible voting by mail and things like that. And so they did a test. This is the Los Angeles Times. And they wanted to see what was the deal with, um, um, you know, mailing. So they tracked, they mailed 100 letters from 20 Los Angeles County post offices between uh, August 21st and 24th the period over which uh, the postmaster testified before Congress. The destinations were uh, to California, as well as Austin, Atlanta, and Washington, D.C. The upshot, about half ended up being delayed. Quote, postal performance in the summer of 2020 is spotty at best, dismal at worst, concluded the paper, which lays the blame not in one place, but outlines multiple choke points that can slow a letter's journey. Now, talked about in here that the paper describes that one letter reaching Austin in 11 days, from L.A. to Austin, 11 days, another in eight. In the case of three letters sent to Washington, it took them each three days to get from the processing center to the house, which was one mile away. And of the letters that were to arrive within two business days, which is, I think, the priority, 75% managed to get there in that window. Um, that's a big drop from 92.4% on-time delivery. Okay, I personally mailed something, a business thing that I had to essentially make sure it got there. I mailed it, and this is, and I'll tell you, there's two stories that I have personally um, that I mailed something certified to, uh, I think I mailed it last Monday. I think that was the date. I mailed it a week ago Monday, certified, and it went from, a St. Louis County post office to the city. And essentially this was, uh, actually I was mailing this to a government agency, uh, FCC kind of stuff, and I had to make sure that it got there on time, okay? So I mailed it certified, okay? Just a letter. I mailed it a week ago Monday. It got there this past Monday. It took a week, a week to go from one post office to the next post office, and it went to a post office box. It wasn't even delivered to like out in delivery, so it went to, it went from the post office I mailed it at to the because you know with the certified, and then you now get tracking numbers. So I just put it in my my phone, bunk bunk bunk, it sends me updates. And the worst one is I'll talk about this one next hour where I mailed something priority mail, and I mailed it on here. Let me think, find this. Okay. And, and if, I told you, if I told this to people, people wouldn't believe me. But I can send you, if you want, if somebody doesn't believe me when I'm talking about this, I will send you the tracking number, and you can track it yourself, and you can see that uh, I can't find it now. I think I mailed it on August 26th. It's still bouncing around the country. I get like a... That's sp- funny, because I ordered something, and they sent it USPS... And I got it three days before it was actually due to be delivered. Well, but see, that's what's sort of weird is like, you know, the thing we got last week that was sent USPS priority mail. That, yeah. could, that couldn't have been any quicker. 
You know what I mean? No, that was like that was like that was coming from Georgia. Yeah, and that was excellent service. Okay, I mailed this on superb. Okay, I mailed this on. Once again, this is this is uh, second day. This is priority mail. It's an envelope. I mailed it on August twenty fourth. It's still bouncing around the country, and as of as of yesterday, it's still bouncing around the country. This is you know twenty fourth of August, sixteenth of of what is that? Seven twenty-three days, right? Isn't that right? Twenty-three days, seven days, because August had twenty-fourth, uh, so there was thirty-one days in August, so there'd be seven days there. And now we got sixteen, so seven and uh, sixteen is twenty-three, right? Twenty Sounds good to me. Twenty-three days, and it's been all over the country. It's it's bizarre. It's like okay, this is so weird, you know. I mean, it's like how does this happen? But you know, I get it. Things are weird, you know. I, I guess the thing that, that that gets me is, and yesterday, boy, Attorney General Barr just went off in the Postal Service. I mean, not necessarily the Postal Service, but the whole voting by mail. And to be honest with you, I couldn't agree with him more. Because when you vote, you show up, you have to prove who you are, they give you a ballot, you walk in a little booth or you know, a little carol, whatever the thing is, you know, you fill it out. Nobody can be there saying, oh, don't vote, don't, don't vote for that guy. Vote for this guy. You know what I'm saying? You're in there by yourself. It's just you making the decisions. You get done with your ballot. You go over and you put it in the machine or box or whatever they use for depending upon how you vote in your area. And then your vote is tabulated. Whereas in the mail, you know, and, and he talked about it, and he got some real pushback on this. He talked about the fact that, that what's to prevent someone from, you know, going to a postman and saying, hey, you got any ballots? Oh, yeah, I got about 100 of them. Here's 100 bucks. Deal? Yeah, I'll take $100. Here's the ballots. And I know that's some people, well, that doesn't happen. What do you think? You think that might happen sometime? And I'm not trying to impugn postal workers, but I told you the story years ago about cellular phones, didn't I? Didn't I tell you the story about the I don't think so. private investigators here in St. Louis, what they do to get phone numbers for people? No. Do they beat him with a wet noodle? No, 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 no. I'll, 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 it's for another time. We'll talk about that tomorrow or something. But okay, we got to talk about um, presidential candidate Biden. Oh, the Despacito thing yesterday? Do you know what I'm talking about? The woman that shot her dog? No, 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 no. no. Two things with him. First, we'll talk. You, can you hang around for a few minutes or are you out of here at 8 o'clock? No, I need to. Uh, no, I'm good. Well, we'll just call it quits right now if that's okay. No, with you. I'm okay. good. I want to hear about uh, Biden. <laughs> it's so bizarre. I mean, I'm going like, you know, once again, let's rethink this election. Let's get Trump off the ballot. Let's get Biden off the ballot. Put Nikki Haley on for the Republicans. Tulsi Gabbard on for the Democrats. Then we got an election. This is just getting so weird. I mean, a Trump side on Biden side. The whole thing is like, this is did like. You, did you hear like? Uh, President Trump roasting Biden on um when doesn't he? I mean he's always calling him No, this one this one was Yeah, this this was actually I saw this on Facebook um and it was actually from his son's page. Well, wait, we, we got to take a break here, but we'll talk about it in a couple minutes. It's 801. Westplex okay. 107.1. She's been super lonely. I still like that song. Haven't burned out it yet. 8 10. I am Shelly. She is Brad. BS in the morning uh, dot show is our web address. Westplex 107.1 is our, oh, actually, Westplex 1071.com. 
is our uh, web address for the radio station. Don't forget, car needs some preventive maintenance on it, oil change, truck, you got a fleet vehicle, trailer, and those kind of things. Salt River Automotive over on Salt River Road, east of 79. Great place, brand new, all brand new equipment. These guys know what they're doing. They service fleets of vehicles. So you know what? You're one car, piece of cake for them, right? Piece of cake. Absolutely. Check them out. Okay. <laughs> Yesterday, and, and you know, I, people are going to go, well, you hate Joe Biden. Okay. Once again, I'll say it again. I think we have the wrong two guys running for president. Should be Nikki Haley for the Republicans and should be Tulsi Gabbard for the Democrats. That's my choice. But you know what? We got what we got. So we just have to live with it. So uh, Biden's down in Florida because all of a sudden looks like he's losing Latino vote. And obviously, Florida has a lot of Latino population. So he's down in Florida and he's at some press conference or something yesterday and it's centering around Latinos. And he gets introduced by Luis Fonzi. You know who Luis Fonzi is, right? Despacito. I do, yes. Okay. And Despacito. once again, he's a guy I've had tremendous respect for for, gosh, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years. I mean, I first heard his song a long time ago called Puuno Moher, which I really enjoyed. Um, and I've always thought he was a very uh, talented guy. And I've actually followed his music. And people would go like, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. Okay. Believe it or not, I have all sorts of eclectic music tastes, and that was one of them. I enjoyed that type of music because it was sort of like pop Latino kind of stuff. He's an ex-Disney kid. I think he was born in Puerto Rico, and he was one one of the Disney, you know, where it was like it was a young, young guy, kid. Is it, is it bad I call him a Disney kid? Is that okay? You got to watch what you call people nowadays. Aren't like the, the young Disney people. I think Disney kid is fine. Yeah, you know, there are young people that were on various shows with Disney, okay? So he's now a, you know heartthrob guy and you know once again he's a good looking dude so he introduces biden and biden walks up to the lectern and apparently has a clip of despacito on his phone it, it somebody said it's phone but it almost looked like one of like the audio players we use like one of these little digital uh you know handheld digital recorders that we use and he walks up to the microphone and he hits the play button a couple seconds go by and despacito starts to play and Biden's rocking back and forth, right? If you watch the video, it's a little bit creepy. He's rocking back and forth, and like you know, and pretty soon you realize that he's playing Despacito, and he says something like, "Oh, what a great song!" And oh, those guys are so talented. If I were that talented, I wouldn't even have to run for office. They'd just declare me president. And he says something like that, right? Okay, now there's one problem. Okay, you know what the problem with it is? Huh? Have you ever read the lyrics of? Despacito. I have not, but I've always wondered. <laughs> okay, first off, let me let me play something here, okay? And remember, Biden gets accused of being sort of creepy, okay? So here's a couple Biden comments. Bend down and whisper in my ear. Okay, there's one Biden comment. Here. They'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move, to okay. get, get me moving. So he says creepy stuff, right? And remember, there's, there's a reel. If you go on YouTube, it's called... I think it's called the Biden creepy reel or something like that, where he's coming up behind. No, seriously, it's you don't know what I'm talking about. It's, as a, I do not. As a woman, you should know about this because it, it's all these little video clips edited together of him like coming up behind women. Remember he like he stuck his nose in that one lady's hair. Oh, I love to smell your hair. Remember that? Remember? You know? I don't. But oh my I don't. god! It's all sorts of these creepy moments. I, I feel where, like where I mean, this is what I feel. I feel like if I sit there and I look at all that stuff. That makes me just as bad as uh, what the Dems are doing to him. 
Well, <laughs> you mean what the Republicans are doing to him? No. Oh, what the Dems? No. Were? Well, he's no, a Democrat. I'm not exactly what I said. He's a Democrat. They know his condition, oh, but yet okay. they're you're still going, trying to you're going uh, on the fact pressure that, him. Well, it's even to the point where the interesting things in the last couple of days, uh, Kamala Harris has referred it to as the Harris Biden, uh, the Harris Biden, uh, you know, plan. And then he said it the other day where he said the Harris Biden plan. People are going like, okay, he's just a placeholder. He's going to get elected, and then there he's going to resign, and then she'll be the new president. Okay. Well, that's so, exactly what's going to happen. Okay, so. He Here's here are three here are two lines from trans you know translated from Desposito. Slowly, I want to breathe in your neck so slowly. Let me murmur things in your ear. <laughs> now, <laughs> is that a little bit creepy that Joe Biden plays that song and that's the lyrics because they're in Spanish, but that's the lyrics. I want to breathe in your neck slowly. And let me murmur things in your ear. Okay? That's actually not a bad line. Well, but but don't you? <laughs> it would work. Yeah, but don't you think that's creepy? You know? Yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like, and oh, if you the see people him. People are not he's the like, same people he's when like, they have dementia. No, 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 no. He's like bopping his head around. Hey, hey wow, what a great song. And that's what they do <laughs> and, is they sit and, there and they fall back to humor. Well, 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 when they hold, can't remember I, something, or I know nervous. direction. You, you just won't. You're like a dog with a bone. You just won't let off on that. But, but I will not. Okay, no, put, I will not. Put that aside. Okay, put that aside. It's don't I you don't think? Have to put it aside. Well, don't you think it's creepy that? I mean, I don't care if he's like you know the smartest man in the world, but it, to me, he walks up to the microphone and he plays this, you know. And so now here's here's the downside of that. He oh. probably didn't realize what it said. Well, but uh, but you would think that people in his campaign would have gone on the internet and pulled up the English translation to the song Despacito. Remember, once again, this is only the most song, the most played song ever on YouTube. Like, what did I say? Last time we looked at it a couple weeks ago, it was like six billion plays it's gotten on YouTube or something like that. The number one song ever on YouTube as far as the number of, of plays it's received. Okay, wouldn't somebody in his campaign go, uh, Mr. Biden, uh, I don't think you should be playing that clip from that song. If you've ever read the lyrics, it's probably not good for you. It's probably not appropriate that you're talking about in the lyrics. What did I say? The lyrics was, uh, I want to breathe in your neck slowly. Let me murmur things in your ear, which is exactly what he's done. I've got to find a creeper reel. I'm, I'm telling you, it's pretty bizarre. So, so, so anyway, so then he tells this bizarre, weird story, and I'm not making this up. If I wouldn't have heard it, I would have gone, oh, he's dead. He's dead. There's no way he said that. He starts talking about how the war has created all these terrible situations with our veteran, and he tells this story about how a guy, and he actually says, a guy gets into his Dodge Ram pickup truck. He mentions the brand name, Dodge Ram pickup truck. I got to find this quote. I've heard it twice yesterday. And he goes down the street and he runs over an old lady and kills her. And then he runs over his dog, her dog and kills her dog. He throws her into the back of her truck and sexually molests her. And 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 he's going like, hey, look, look, look how bad this is. This is terrible. PTSD. I'm going like, Okay, was that like a shot at the veterans, or who was that at? And what's who, in- who Biden said that? Yes, yes. Well, no, no. I mean, I mean, I mean. Why did he tell that goofy story? And here's the bizarre part: they have this guy, and I know he's a he's on Fox from time to time. He's a, a Marine who um, um, got his legs blown off. He was a bomb tech, 
and he got his legs blown off. And, I mean, you know, very sad situation. And they interviewed him yesterday, and he just went off on Biden. He's going like, okay, once again, he's perpetuating the same myth that with the Vietnam guys, that all these guys came home from Vietnam and they're all crazed killers. Now, all they want to do is go through the neighborhood and they want to, you know, shoot people and, you know, run over people with cars and, you know, you know, and, and rape them and throw them in the back of trucks and drive them around town and kill them and, you know, and stuff like that. And, and he said that once again, that that should. And what's interesting is he said, and I've looked at a couple other places, nobody can find the story. Nobody can find this story about a veteran that supposedly jumped in his Dodge Ram pickup truck, drove down a street, ran over a woman, killed her, then chased her dog down, ran over her dog, threw her and her dog in the back of his truck, and sexually molested the woman. I'm going like, okay, wouldn't you think that would be a pretty easy story to find on Google? You know what I mean? Nobody can find it. And they're going like, he made it up again. That's because they scrub the internet. <laughs> yeah, they probably. You're right. <laughs> That's exactly what they It was did. probably you know there. They, they, can do they that. took it down. I you don't know. care what anybody so says. I'm they going can like, do that. They can do anything they want to do. I'm going like, please give me Nikki Haley and Tulsi Gabbard and let's have some fun. Let's have two women, two very capable Cat young <laughs> women, you know, fight it out. You know, you know, the better woman wins. We need a woman in the White House, you know, but we need a woman who's elected to the White House, not one who's going to be, you know, riding uh, on the coattails of right, of, uh, right, going to end up in the White House because Joe Biden's going to get elected, and then you know, two months later, oh, Joe can't do it anymore. So hey, it's it's President Harris now, you know, that kind of a thing, you know. Um, it would be life changing for am, sure. Am, am I weird in saying this? I mean, no. I mean, both of them, like, and you know what? And and to a certain extent, Trump, you know, I mean. When you put the two guys together, it was like Trump was on that ABC special the other night with George Stephanopoulos. Okay, he said a couple bizarre things, but he was on there for an hour and a half. And he talked, and, you know, most of the time he made sense. You know, I'm thinking to myself, okay, if you put Joe Biden on there for like an hour and a half, do you think he'd make sense for an hour and a half? I don't think so. And that's what's sort of sad about it. You know, I mean, I mean, to me, and... You know, you've been around local leaders. I mean, people that we meet who are, you know, various. I mean, most of these people are really sharp, and they're very. I mean, as as attack. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And they know what's going on in the community, and they know this, and they know that. And you ask them a question, you get an answer. They don't dancey around, and you know. And if they don't know, they'll find out, and they'll get back to you and stuff like that. I mean, to me, I, I you know, once again, it's just frustrating to me. Uh, you know, and 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 once the thing for me is this is what I don't get. This is the disconnect. Everybody's talking the Democrats. Oh, the economy's so bad. Have you seen the stock market lately? It's like come back. It's like where it was before the pandemic thing hit. You know. I wonder how Goodyear's doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just one of those things. I'm going like, okay, I don't understand it. Uh, you know, they're saying, well, the, the, the economy's in shambles. Okay, remember I told you the other day, and there's an article that I was going to read this morning, but I'll read tomorrow. Okay, I talked to Dan, okay. Dan the Bugman, DNR Pest Control. He talked to me the other day. Best year he's ever had. This guy's been in business for 20 years. This is the best year he's ever had. That's because um, people are actually staying home. But that's the interesting thing. There's winners and there's losers. There's people who are you know staying home and fixing up their houses and putting in kitchens and stuff like that. I'm doing all mine off marketplace. Right. But what I'm saying is, is you can't say it's not like the depression of like the 1930s where nobody had a job or at least a lot of people didn't have a job and people were you know in line you know at soup kitchens and you know and 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 you know there was poverty and people were living in you know in 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 you know cardboard houses you know all over the country i mean it's not like that yeah we got our homeless stuff but you know once again if you talk to the people who are into the homeless thing they'll tell you a lot of those people are not 
they're homeless by choice, not by, you know, you know what I'm saying. I do. They have some issues. It's 822. And it's time for Shelly to leave. It is Franklin Mortgage, your community mortgage company. For over 10 years, we've been providing... 